You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Thing is for doing, and we're here doing another episode of Beauty and the Beast, Season 1, Episode 3, called All In. So thanks for joining, guys. And I'm here. I'm Erica Vieira, your host, and I'm here with our lovely co-host. Hi, everybody. I'm Ali Kona Bradford, back again. Really excited to delve into tonight's episode because we got to see a little bit more of who the characters were today. Yes, and I am Paige Sullivan, along here to chat about everything Beauty and the Beast. So, so what did you guys think of tonight's episode? Like you said, Ali Kona, it looked like a little bit more was revealed about the characters. We're slowly getting more and more of this character development overall. What were your guys' thoughts? I liked it. I mean, I know, like, we were talking about just who likes and who doesn't. I mean, I like it. I like getting to see, we got to see JT a little bit more. He's a little bit more of a comic relief. We get to see he's got some really witty things to say. Um, and I was getting a little bit angry and frustrated with Catherine, to be honest <laughs> with you. But I know we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, but they're really seeming to develop their characters. Um, finally, we're getting to know more about JT, you see him on his campus, you see him in his everyday life, and he was funny. He yes. was he was like my favorite part of the show this episode because oh. every time he came on, I'd be like, JT oh, fan. yeah, he, had a, he <laughs> was funny. Yeah. Now he's yeah. gonna go grab his tums. He's like, yeah. he's that worrywart who you know it's everybody knows a person like that so it makes you laugh you're like yeah. oh I know that person I was say that was one of my favorite lines like they were in an argument and then JT's like we're all gonna die I'm gonna go get some Tums yeah, yeah. That, that was a, that was a yeah. good line yeah. Yeah, it's interesting with JT because he's kind of providing a little bit of that comic relief right now but right. I have a feeling that his character is gonna be developed more and I think he's gonna cause some some major friction oh, between definitely. the relationship and he's gonna be kind of a source of I think some major issues down the line that's just my well cause he's just that. so anti about the entire mm-hmm. communication between the two because he mm-hmm. feels like she's such a threat mm-hmm. but I mean it's possible that maybe he again I mentioned it a couple episodes back that I think he may know more than Vincent does and so he could know something about this Murfield thing so having her around and her being a cop she could be also a threat to maybe unveiling something that he knows but that he Vincent seemed, doesn't know. he seemed to let her in a little bit more this time you know instead of fighting with her trying to kick her out it was more just like oh god we're gonna die um, <laughs> my life's done and that's like and he gave the note to Vincent when she gave it to him so I feel like he's warming up to the idea of her I mean Vincent's living a very sad and lonely life his only companion is JT and I mean he's a curly haired (laughs) chemist with glasses and you know so I just I feel like he feels for Vincent and Mm -hmm. if this girl really that badly wants to get in touch with him then I think he's just kind of caving a little bit yeah yeah I I don't know I mean there's a high high risk 
for JT yeah. with all this. So right. we can't lose sight of that. But let's let's kind of start with the beginning of the episode. Um, you know, it's that same format we've talked about. They've got a you know a case going on, mm-hmm. which you know Ali Kana, like you said last week, supposedly what what the writers and directors are doing with this is through the case are revealing a little bit more of the characters, and it kind of represents part of you know. Catherine and Vincent's development and all that stuff. So, either one of you guys want to recap uh, kind of that part of the show? Honestly, I was thinking about that actually and mm-hmm. really trying to figure out what how that case was relevant to their relationship. But basically, if you guys didn't watch the episode, what had happened was is there was a female that was accused of a murder that she didn't do, and the gentleman that actually did it framed her, and she couldn't come clean because she also had two young sisters that were immigrants. So if she did come clean, then they would have been found out and sent home. So it was this big story wrapped around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Catherine is basically crossing lines again to find out you know, who's the killer, and it's not her case. So she's getting in trouble. And again, I'm not quite sure how that's relevant to what's going on with her and Vincent, except for the fact that she's getting Vincent involved and he really shouldn't be involved. I don't know. I think it's it's it was hard, like you said, to connect the two. Mm-hmm. Um, one was all about immigration, so it's people who shouldn't be there, people who need to be there. It was so good. Well, I, I saw two actually two themes that I that I saw with this case. It seemed like one of them was the idea of sisters and family. Yes. So and that was reflected in the storyline a little bit when you saw, you know, her sister there at the beginning, a little bit of kind of a funny kind yeah, of little part yeah. of it. And also her father's wedding. So there's that element of sister. Okay. And I saw her. yeah, I saw Catherine at the end kind of you know, when the sisters embraced she, she you know, obviously I'm sure there was a lot of things she was happy about. Right. Um, but that sister bonding, that family element. The other thing was the female, the female kind of empowerment was seemed to be another theme as yes. well that happened. And, and considering the fact that this was a woman and, you know, uh, everything going along. And those are the two. I, I agree I with you there. Actually, I didn't think about that, but how Iris, who was the one who was in custody for the murder, she didn't commit. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she was doing all of this for her family. The reason she's even involved with this judge is for her brother who mm-hmm. got deported. And at the end, you see Catherine as well finding herself being okay with going to her father's wedding without a date. And I think it was one of those things that they don't need the man to support them or to help them mm-hmm. or to determine their path in life. And Iris and her sisters are going to be okay because her sisters have been granted asylum, hopefully, or that's what's supposed to happen. So I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. If mm-hmm. that's, if they really want us looking into it that yeah, much, yeah. I mean, that's, I kind of see the connection. The connect, yeah. Cause it, I mean, like you said, it seems like they're, they're trying to, they're trying to do something with these cases every week and right. not just further developing the storyline line but also reflecting on some of the past um of the characters right. also which happened a little bit um later on and, and we'll talk about a little bit with vincent and Catherine. but you know the beginning of the episode which which um i have to talk about that what i'm sorry okay so the beginning of the episode Catherine comes home and her little sister heather yeah. comes walking out with a sheet wrapped around her and a, na- a half naked guy comes walking out so clearly she was doing the business <laughs> that's awkward yeah and Catherine's just like and on top of that i'm thinking the whole time Time, this actress Nicole Anderson she's a Disney girl like everything she's done prior to oh, this is Disney really? and yeah she did a show called Make It or Break It everything is like all family she's 22 and then here she comes like just walking out oh. it's her second not her debut but you know the second appearance on the show and she's already and the way he slapped her on his way out <laughs> we all were watching right. that and if any of you guys saw it you're like whoa okay you yeah. know yeah. yeah yeah. so it was a little bit risky at the beginning I felt it was a little awkward too like yeah. if I was living you know with my Actually, I, I 
you know, have lived with my sisters. And if any of that happened, I'd be like, oh. Oh, I know. That's like the last thing I want to think about is my siblings. It's one thing when it's a friend and you're like, yeah, whatever, that's her life. Yeah, right, but when right. you're related to the, what's happening. Right. But like she said, I think along with the sister thing, she said, oh, I'm glad, you know, you're making this your home mm-hmm. and you really yeah. want to stay here. So maybe she's, you know, taking the good with the bad because she has her sister in her life, which she hasn't for a really long time. And so, you know, going back to, to Catherine, it really seems like in this episode that... You know, and we were talking about this while watching it. We were all a little bit angry with her. We all felt yeah. that she was it, pretty much with a lot of the people that were close to her, her her partner um, and Vincent. What, what's her partner? Tess. 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 Uh, yes. yes. Um, and, you know, it seemed like she was kind of putting the relationship... It, she was uh, not above anything else. No. It's like everything else is more important than her like relationship with with these people. Well, yeah. I mean, even Var- Vargas. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of it. Yeah. Even with uh, Vargas, I mean, you know, she kind of screwed her over. Yeah. And um, it just seemed like she was pretty man- manipulative. Yes. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I think she's stubborn. I think she's very set in her ways, and when she has her mind to do something, she's mm-hmm. just going to do it, and she just doesn't care. Not that she's consciously not caring about other people, but she's not. She's over here putting. Vincent at risk getting him involved doing things that he clearly didn't want to be involved with JT didn't want him involved with and she's still in a sense manipulating him because she knows that he kind of has a thing for her and he has a soft side so she's using certain things and saying certain things to get her way with him Mm -hmm. you know at one point in the show there's two little girls that were in need of a doctor and he says no because he he doesn't want to be out in the open and she all of a sudden pours on the puppy dog eyes and she's like oh but it's you know it's like who you used to be Mm -hmm. and of course that's a soft spot in his heart well even at the beginning of the episode when she gives him the note and he's like you know she gives JT the note for him he's like no you can't do this she's like come on it's like she's not really thinking of any of the consequences like she wants what she wants and she doesn't seem to care if you know both JT and Vincent and I'm getting caught or right even like with Vargas getting in trouble getting death duty like I was waiting for her to to Catherine to say something and say hey you know it it was all me right whatever right but it just she's like oh sorry Whoops. Yeah, whoops. So, <laughs> yeah. And just, she was manipulating people. Oh, yeah. Very much so. She was manipulating Vincent. When she did that to him, it was very much, don't you miss taking care of people? Turning it so it's not something she needs, but it's something he wants, you know? Right. And I feel like that is something that nobody likes to see in someone. I don't want to no. see a manipulative person. I don't like manipulative people. No. And I think... You want her to be a lovable person so you can root for her. And this episode, she really wasn't. She was screwing people over left and right. And like you said, she's not thinking about the consequences. Mm -mm. Vincent, let alone just having a note sent to him, could have him killed. Could have her killed. Could Mm -hmm. have JT killed. And she's just thinking, oh, but I want, you know, I wish I could communicate with him more. Like, why can't I call him? Because right. yeah. he's part of this huge government conspiracy. Right. And in some ways, it's out of character for her because she knows what it takes to solve a case. She knows how easy it is to trace a phone call. She knows all right. that. Yet it's like she she's not using that in this circumstance. Right. So there's a little inconsistency there. And it just kind of makes us all sit there and be like, huh? Like, not really right. like how her character is developing in that right, regard. Right. Yeah, I think towards the end of the show, though, she does redeem herself when she says, you know, I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about other people this ep- like this not this episode but yeah. you know I wasn't thinking about people I was thinking about myself I was thinking about the case right. and I need to come outside of that and I think she really does for people to 
root for her in this show yeah. and for her to be a likable character because I mean she's right. the main character I right. want to like right. her I right. want mm-hmm. to root right. for her I mean we're always sitting there saying oh she looks so cute or oh she's so yeah. tiny or mm-hmm. she's so pretty but yeah. I want to say you know I really like her vibe and who she yeah. is in this show and I yeah. don't this episode I didn't well you know I, I'll say this because Eric and I we were talking about this as the show was going on and this case is not her case it's actually belonging to somebody else and she finds a way to just work her way into it yeah. she's stubborn about it and doesn't even care she kind of like weasels her way into this case yeah but <laughs> yeah. It, 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 but it does go back to what we were just talking about before as far as the whole woman power thing because they were dealing with a lot of prejudice being mm-hmm. women on the force mm-hmm. you know her two opposing partners that were on the case are over here they talking said something about like look oh look at the estrogen team or yeah. what, what did they say Est- the, estrogen, yeah, squad. The estrogen squad at the beginning mm-hmm. yeah. so which goes in line with the whole kind of female power right, female right. kind of thing but I like I like the fact that she just kept going and even though everybody else was like drop it even her partner after she screwed her partner over mm-hmm. yeah she was being selfish but she was doing it for a greater purpose the aside, right reason yeah aside mm-hmm. from her ego I mean there were two little girls at risk as long as as well as excuse me an innocent woman mm-hmm. you know so even though everybody else was like no 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 she was so persistent about solving this case mm-hmm. and for a matter of justice so for that I'm like yeah and I do think that that's part of which is what Vincent is attracted to in her too. That search for justice, that kind of search for the truth. And, you know, he risks his life, you know, obviously we haven't seen it, but they talk about it. Yeah. I'll go out at night and try and save people or something. So he has that same value set that she does. So I think they share that. And that's kind of their common ground is that, that thirst and that quench to help people and to get the truth and to get the bottom of everything. So, and that was developed a little bit more. And I think there's a lot of character development happening. And if you agree, you should check us out on iTunes. You can rate us, comment, tell us what you think about the characters. Tell us what you think about the show. It's so new. So we'd love to hear what you think and your opinions on it. So make sure you tell a friend and go to iTunes and check out our podcast. Definitely. If there's like a topic you want us to hit or talk about, or maybe you have a piece of information that we don't know about, definitely leave us a comment. Yes. Yes, I'd like to hear. Yeah. We love comments. So definitely leave them. And five stars. Yes. (laughs) Ten stars. (laughs) So, um, so let's talk a little bit about Vincent in this episode. So, you know, as Catherine's character was developed a little bit more, you know, we saw a little bit more of Vincent's past and it was revealed a little bit more of his, you know, doctor side, which is awesome. That's, you know, it was great to see a little bit of that. Um, and including more so him actually, as Ali Kona likes to say, beasting out. Yeah. So what are your guys' thoughts on, on Vincent in this episode? It was cute to see him with the little girls. You know, uh, he still has that love in him to help people and to yeah. care for people, even though he thinks he's this awful person who can't be worthy of, you know, being in the daylight or yeah. taking care of others or helping others. It was really nice to see that in you could see it in his face he loved doing it even yeah. though there's this very sick girl and obviously it's a dire mm-hmm. need he can still joke and stick the thermometer up his nose and try and coax her into putting it in her mouth and I think that was it was cute and it was nice but on the other hand when we saw him beasting out I mean that was ugly yeah it yeah. was yeah. and so you yeah. see the beauty and the beast he has that side where he's so Within normal too. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. there's the the deep yeah. beast that this this was the first time I feel like we really saw mm-hmm. up close and personal like yeah. how creepy he looks mm-hmm. yeah 
I don't I, know. I was say yeah. I want to go back to it. It was really nice to see him like that, but I think it was also good for Catherine's character to see him like that. Yeah. Because she got to see a, she knew he was gentle anyways, but she got to see really him with the kids and you could see it hit a spot in her heart a little bit as mm-hmm. well too. Yeah, and he was easily sorry. Oh. Uh, no, he was easily convinced to do that too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. she she knew what buttons to push. She yes. was like, oh, you know, help people and and he was like, okay. And and probably for part of him too it, it was it made him feel good it made him feel like he had some kind of purpose or something right. and he had you know being a doctor you go to school for years and years yeah. and, and you have that knowledge base and to know that somebody's sitting there sick and you're not out there helping them mm-hmm. for him it's in some ways for doctors it's kind of like a no-brainer that's what they do that's in their blood that's yeah. in their heart so yeah. right. um, it, it was nice to see that I agree yeah. a little bit even of that like like you mentioned Paige a little bit of that comic relief of him playing with the thermometer and mm-hmm. she Showing yeah. like, wow, th- there's this personality behind it. There's this past behind it that, you know, I want to, I want as a viewer, want to know a little bit more about yeah. that. You know, did he work with children? Did he work, you know, why, you know, maybe he, he did and we'll, we'll learn more about that. Right. Um, but the bee sting, it was pretty intense. intense. It, I mean, I- it was close to watching a thriller almost yeah. for a second there. But the really cool thing about that is that Catherine calmed him down yes and I feel like no one's probably been able to do that for him before and she she stuck as ugly and as scary mm -hmm. as what she could have ran off too or she could have turned him in but she stayed and she's touching his face and just telling him like it's okay and and she was a strong one in this situation she was a strong she was a the strong female she was the one in in some ways more kind of in control and in the and the power in that relationship because she had the ability to you know, calm down and not get scared, not run away, not freak out or anything. She was right there right. and she was solid. And, and and that shows a little bit in her character as and well. And he, he's always helping her. You know, he's helping mm-hmm. with every case. And this yeah. is the first instance where we've seen her help him. And it shows how they kind of need each other in mm-hmm. a way. She keeps getting herself in these situations she can't handle. And yeah. he helps her yeah. out of them, whether it's at work or when she was attacked in the alley. And now... He's getting himself into a situation he couldn't get out of there mm-hmm. fast enough. You know, he couldn't yeah. get out, period. And if they saw, if anybody else saw him that way, I mean, disaster. Over. Yeah. Everything's yeah. over for him. And so the fact that in that dire of a situation that she could bring him back down to earth and bring him back to Vincent and not the beast, it shows that she is influential mm-hmm. in his life, right. whether or not he wants her to be. Right. And I feel like we finally got to see a scene where it actually did look like beauty in the beast yeah it did mm-hmm. you know yeah. did. So that was that was kind of nice, nice as well it felt yeah. like it it felt like the character yeah. development was finally going along with what we were hoping right. for mm-hmm. he you know because bell and beauty and the beast sees this gentle side of the beast and not what everybody else sees yeah you know yeah. and so we saw that of vincent we saw his gentle side but then like quick switch it was bad ah, but you know what i feel like we also got to see the beast side of Catherine because the whole thing that the, the creators were talking about with this show is that it's about the internal beast that everybody mm-hmm. has a beauty and they have a beast inside of you and it's a matter of being able to control that and so even though she is physically the beauty although he's quite beautiful yeah <laughs> um I, when her doing all these things that's manipulating people, that's ugly on the inside. Mm-hmm. So that's her inner beast to me coming out. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw so it. So it's like the opposite. It's exactly he's beastly and she's beautiful, but exactly. then everybody has both those sides to them. Exactly. And you know, I want to touch a little bit too on on a com- the conflict between the two of them. You know, she had 
it's a, it's like as if she wanted to control him. She wanted to bring him into the case when she wanted to bring him, and she basically told him, "I'll take it from here." And she wanted him to be done with it when she said it, yeah. and he he didn't, and he refused, and and she was she wasn't happy about that, right? Um, and so it just seemed like she wanted to control him, and they had that that conflict there, right? Well, they even talked about it when she got angry with him because clearly he can't be called all the time and he can't be Mm -hmm. summoned and just show up and she can't be lurking around his area you know and she keeps on saying oh it's on your terms it's on your terms the whole beginning half of the show but then as the show progresses in the last five minutes Mm -hmm. she's like okay you know what it does have to be on your terms (laughs) it it can't always be on my terms and I think that happens to her probably just outside of him just in her life in general it's something she needs to learn and maybe he's there to teach her that Mm mm-hmm but that's why she doesn't have other relationships. That's why true. she doesn't really talk to her dad. She barely talks to her sister, and she finally is. It's because I don't think she's able to have relationships without them being her way. Mm-hmm. And especially after losing her mother the way she did, I don't think she mm-hmm. wants to have those relationships because she can't control what happens with those relationships. Right. And so I think the control is going to be a big thing. I think it is something we're going to see develop and learn more about why she's so controlling or how he helps her maybe break that pattern because she doesn't listen to anybody. No. JT says, don't come in my house and she no. waltzes right in yeah. there, climbs underneath a fence that's supposed to be electric but it's not. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah, the girl's going to learn. She's not supposed to be on the case yet she still continues yeah. to work on mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? She she kind of does what she wants and she doesn't want anybody telling her not to. So, in the, you know, Vincent's like, you know, I've got, I've, I've got to do things a certain way because otherwise... I'll be in trouble. JT, we'll all be in trouble here. So she's slowly somewhat understanding, but I think it'll be a little bit of a a battle. So so the episode basically ends, like, you know, the case gets solved, of course, and, you know... Catherine's a hero, like always helps solve the case. But we see something interesting at the end with the um, like inspector. I think it was like a health yeah. inspector or mm-hmm. or some. I don't even know if it would be health because everybody's dead. Or if it, <laughs> or cleanliness. Oh, I mean, it made it funny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, what would you call it? A cleanliness inspector yeah. for um, health, health codes? Yeah, maybe. for his name's Ethan, correct? The um, coroner. Yeah, the cute guy. The, the Brit. The cute guy. That's so yeah. We call him the cute yeah. guy, yeah. even though he he's really, he, he, you know, who takes care of the dead people. Um, <laughs> and has a nice little, I think he was drinking whiskey there at the end yeah, of the episode. His, yeah. Song. How weird was that? Does he just hang out there by himself drinking whiskey? Like, whiskey? Who brings whiskey to work? Apparently he does. Oh, right? Well, have you well, ever I mean, Mad Men? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he hangs out with dead people all day. Nobody's going to tell on him. So. Maybe he need a drink after <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah. And it was strange because uh, you see him cleaning and cleaning. And at first, I thought it was just like regular cleaning. And then the inspector walked in. And you see, I didn't think twice about it. I thought, no. oh, it's an inspector or whatever. It was right. just a segue, you know, to the right. next scene. Right. Next topic. Um, but, yeah, shocker at the end when he's getting into a car and he's saying they have all of I think it was the DNA they yeah, had all the fingerprints or something the samples he said yeah, you know I have all the evidence or something and you know it's about Vincent and it's something with the near field thing or uh, you don't know what it is but you know they yeah. have something and it's bad so yeah. that was I 
it's crazy how they slipped that by, and I didn't yeah. think twice about it. And yeah. normally I'm trying to think yeah. about it. And it's like they squeeze that into the episode to just remind us that they're not safe. Yeah. They're, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be an issue that there's someone's watching them. Yeah. So while all this other is going on, they're being Right. Well, it's going to play out in the next episode. Oh, ha- yeah, I know it, it is. To. Well, in the next few episodes throughout yeah. the season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and as that's happening, like, as he's getting in the car and saying, we've got what we need, Vincent is definitely alive. Vincent's sitting up there on the stairs yeah. having a cute little conversation right. with Kat, kind of developing their relationship, yeah. taking it to the next level in their friendship. And little do they know it's it could end any minute because now they know he's 100% definitely alive. Yeah. And that's yeah. I think it was always a thought that somebody was there, but they didn't know who, and now they know who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to just as easily as she found out who JT was, they're going to find out who JT yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard. No. It's not that hard. It's what these yeah. guys do. I mean... You know? oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for JT. Yeah. I know. I do. Paige, you're such a JT fan. Uh, I, I, thought, I mean, he's like the innocent one in all this. Like, he's just trying to yeah. help his friend. And he's just getting, you know, this girl's coming in and it's all going to blow up in his she's face. She's ruining it's everything. Because it's been nine years since yeah. he's been living with or longer because prior to him. I think it's ten years total. Ten years total. Mm-hmm. Ten years you've been protecting this guy. This is his whole life. He spends his whole life taking care of his best friend, making sure he doesn't die. And then this girl comes in yeah. and ruins it for everybody. Yeah. Big JT's revenge. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, he's always that, the best friend who always gets screwed over by the girl, <laughs> right? And yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That, that's in this case. Yeah. See, but I want to go back. You said the cute conversation that they were having on the mm-hmm. stairwell. That conversation, we get to see a little bit of the romance, a little bit of the note leaving that uh, Jay Ryan was talking about in interviews in the past, talking about bringing romance. Mm-hmm. back into television mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of things I've read have said you know they're going to alternate between the case and then they're going to alternate between some episodes being more about the romance I feel like we haven't seen enough of the romance no. and we talked about this before because I know you're a little bit feeling deceived Erica mm-hmm. but I was just disappointed because I feel like the last two episodes it's been the last five minutes of the episode that we get to see them have their moment mm-hmm. Like, they're having conflict, they're fighting, they're arguing throughout the, this episode. At the very end, they're finally having a moment where they're like, okay, let's be friends. And finally, she's like, you know, let's establish some rules. And he's yeah. kind of like, well, maybe you can call me. You know, so they're <laughs> flirting. Yeah, I know. Right? Right? So they're flirting, and that's cute and whatever. But I do, I want to see their relationship develop just a little bit more. I know it's got a parallel case, but for mm-hmm. once, I think I want to see an episode that's not so case-oriented. Yeah. Like, it's there in the background, Same and there. the story is in the you know in the foreground. I'd love to see that, know? too. Yeah, I agree, and I think they do it at the end, like you were saying, just to drag us in. You know, yeah. it's, oh, finally. So next yeah. episode, I'm going to be hoping that they play off of that. Um, good tactic, by the way, CW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I agree. I really wish that they would... At first, I thought the first episode it was too much you know this connection this instant yeah. that we thought they were going to kiss and we thought it was going to be this whole thing but now it's so far off from that that I'm mm. wanting it more yeah. you know you want there to be a relationship there but it is developing because she's mm-hmm. you know she's not it bringing is. anybody to the wedding because you, you kind of feel like her heart's yeah, well, I thought she was going to take the Brit. I thought she first. was too, for sure. Yeah. She called him. Sure. She, she called, called him. him. Yeah, just yeah. To say hi. And they have a little bit of a flirty thing yes. going on too, the yeah. two of them. So I want to see that develop. I'm a yeah. fan of him. But I she says he's a player. So I'm sure he has a flirty thing with everybody. It's probably just, you know, she he can't get her. Yeah. She's, yeah. Never, yeah. she's yeah. never been interested in guys. <laughs> her sister's like, you're going to be alone forever, yeah. according to dad. And so... 
finally she's kind of showing this nicer side of her and I think mm-hmm. he's gonna pounce on that Probably if yeah. she lets he's it. got a thing for her definitely and back to the the little kind of the relationship and the notes and stuff that that reminds you back to what you said Alicona <laughs> um, <laughs> last week about um, you know how right now there's just so much communication with the, the, texting. Tele- the texting and the Twitter and the phone and the Facebook and it is kind of nice like an old fashioned kind of little note um, correspondence yeah. between the two of them it's kind of fun and it brings me you know it brought me back to that comment that you said and it looks like they are trying to stay true to that and that idea and you know he's like what you have a phone and you know this day and age how do you create a character that doesn't have a phone you know and they they managed to here with the beast uh, or with vincent and so it is kind of fun i kind of want to see how they play that out too yeah sorry i also just like that they have to wait to communicate with each other they have all this time to think about what they're feeling or think about what they're going to say it's not one of those things where they text you and you're you're like oh god Okay, yeah. and then you're, oh, I shouldn't have said that. You yeah. know, this she has days, weeks yeah. until she's going to talk to him yeah. again. And like they establish, if I don't talk to you in a week, you know, you need you need to talk to me at least once a week just so I know you're alive. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's their mm-hmm. deal right now. Yeah. And so that's that's cute. I yeah. mean, to know that the heart, you know, yeah. separation, it's going to make their feelings strong. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like that a lot. And hopefully we'll get to see him be a little bit more of a gentleman and some of you gentlemen can take some notes. Because <laughs> yeah. I definitely would like to see some more romance coming back just to this generation. I know that's a little <clears throat> bit off topic, but I just think I have to be, agree. There's, uh, yeah. Nice. I, I agree with that. All right. So let's move on to some news and gossip. Yes. Let's. Sally Kona, what do you got for us? Okay. So I know some of you fans might have been a little bit worried because last week all we were talking about is these critics and all these harsh reviews and stuff like that. But according to The Hollywood Reporter, the CW has already purchased three additional episodes of Beauty and the Beast. So have no fear. Apparently they are doing fairly well. And I know the first week they had really excellent ratings following Vampire Diaries. Okay. Last week they slipped a little bit. So hopefully this week's episode, people got a little bit more curious and came back. I don't know. Maybe you guys are watching and we're getting you more curious (laughs) and you come back and watch. We hope so. So um, I'm definitely curious to see what is going to happen with that. Um, um, but glad to hear that they did purchase a few more episodes. Yeah, I think it's a good spot, too, being after Vampire Diaries. It'll definitely draw... They have such a huge, loyal fan base. Yeah. And I'm a, a fan of Vampire Diaries, which got me, you know, into yeah. this. I'm already watching Vampire yeah. Diaries. I might as well watch the yeah. next show. Yeah, yeah, That's how it always is, I think, with TV. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. the more people watch it, the more they'll like it. Yeah. And then for my little tidbit of gossip, because it's not very gossipy. These guys are very hard to find gossip on. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know because they're so clean. But I found out that the way that Jay got found, excuse me, Jay Ryan, is he was in a play, a one-man play, and <laughs> one of the casting directors saw him on YouTube. And after she saw him on YouTube, she showed him to one of the creators and was like, we have to have this guy. And apparently there was some conflict trying to get and him. Jay Ryan is the actor for Vin- Vincent. Vincent. Yes. yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he was involved in the project at the time, so there was a little bit of back and forth thing, but they were just so adamant about this guy. And I thought that was really yeah. cool because it just, again, shows you the power of YouTube. Yeah. You know? I mean, media. it's crazy these days. Honestly, like Justin Bieber, Carly Rae Jepsen, all of these people started like on YouTube and now millionaires at 16, 17. Yeah. What's that crazy. based on? The Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's funny how quickly things go these days. It it's is. it's the luck of the draw, honestly. Yeah. If your mm-hmm. YouTube video somebody thinks it's funny they email it to everybody else it's yeah. one of those it's wildfire and it shows the power of, of viral and it shows the power yes. of like you know people talking and networks and connections and all that it's a very powerful thing whoever can tap into it yes 
Honestly. And tap into us and pass us along to everybody else. Yeah, and speaking of that, the After Buzz fall lineup yes. is great. We've got... 50 shows. So, you guys, you know, if you love Beauty and the Beast, check out our other shows. We've got a ton of shows on AfterBuzz. We're constantly bringing you new, more content and bringing you a ton of stuff that you guys want. So, back to what Paige was saying. Rate us. Leave us your comments. Tell us what you're looking for. If there's a show that we're not doing and you want us to do it, let us know. Um, and if you guys want to, like, um, before we do our predictions, kind of tell everybody what other shows you guys are doing here at AfterBuzz. Yeah, no, I'm also doing Heart of Dixie and Castle. So, if you're into the murder, Come check me out. And I'm doing something completely opposite of murder. I'm doing <laughs> America's Next Top Model. So if you're into high fashion and makeup and all that good reality TV, definitely check it out because I'm also hosting it with Miss Erica. Yes, I do America's Next Top Model with Ellie Kona. And what's awesome about that show is that every week we do get the eliminated cont- contestant and we do interview her. So if you are fans of that show, definitely check it out. Um, and I also am on Jersey Shore. Last season. So, I know, last season. But Snooki and Jay Wow starting again in January. So I did Snooki and Jay Wow before. And oh, fun. So it's not totally over. And <laughs> we're thinking DJ Paul D is going to get his uh, show picked up again, too. Yeah. So, um, all right. So is that it for news and gossip? Definitely. Okay, so let's just do some predictions. And now, you're Ooh. after us. <laughs> Perfect Halloween music. I know. <laughs> and so we saw a little bit. Um, kind of the preview for, for next week. Mm-hmm. Do you guys yeah. have any predictions on that? Well, in the preview, we saw that Catherine gets put in a position to where she can choose to give up Jay. I always want to call him by his real name. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Vincent. Vincent. She can give up Vincent for the information about who killed her mother. We can call him Vinny. Vinny. Sure. That's right. <laughs> My like Jersey that. Shore coming out. Call him Vinny. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so she's, she, he's in a, she's, uh, she, 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 she is in a position to where she can give him up to the government so that way she can get more information. I don't think that she will, but I think she's going to come real close and she's going to try to convince Vincent to come out of hiding. So, And I think if there's going to be a conflict between her wanting that truth of her mother yeah. and then now her slowly getting a little bit more loyal to Vincent like which one's going to get which mm-hmm. one's going to be more important so I'd like to see more of that I, I agree with both of you I think that was my major thought after that was I mm-hmm. hope she chooses Vincent and I think she will choose Vincent because for the sole fact with more digging she can possibly find out what happened to her mother right. but if she gives away Vincent, he's gone. You know, he's dead. He's done. Mm-hmm. And her mom's already, already gone. You can't bring over. your mother back. <laughs> exactly. you, but you know, you, you can't bring your sure. mother back. And you, yeah. But you can save Vincent. So... Her, her whole business is saving lives of innocent people and things like that. So, so all right. So we're wrapping up another episode of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Where can we find you guys? You guys can find me on Twitter at Paige Sell. That's P-A-I-G-E-S-U-L-L. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kiss My Passport or on Facebook and Tumblr at Ali Corner Bradford. And I'm Erica Vieira. You can find me on Twitter at Erica Vieira L-A. That's E-R-I-K-A-V-I-E-I-R-A-L-A. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.